0: A little life out here. What the hell's going on out here? It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, that's
1: Diddy.
0: NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And I'm here with me, old buddy, me, old pilots, at Daryl J. O'Brien. We got through without laughing. It's me, bro. What's going on, dude?
1: Alright, how's it going? That was a very energetic introduction. Uh, I think we're over yeah. the, the manic depression of um, mm. the the unmentionables. Kind of, kind of, because you yeah, know what, yeah. you get over it and
0: you're like, I'm okay with it now, and then I see an awful lot online where people are like, I'm not watching the Super Bowl. How do you feel about it? Are you going to watch the, the bowl?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch it, but only with one eye. Yeah. I'll be quite cross-eyed, I'll have one eye in my beer and the other eye on the television <laughs> and then... Yeah. I just I can't face because I'm going to wear I'm actually going to wear um, my Packers jersey just to take some slack or some slack some flack mm. because I enjoy that it's cathartic yeah. you know yeah, use me boys
0: <laughs> and this is where Daryl's Dark Pass comes out I think we leave that to the yeah. BDSM or podcast what I
1: could do what I could do is and what I'm going to do is go up and unplug the television whilst they're watching it just to cause a nuisance and see how okay. many chairs can get fired at my head just but as the uh, touchdown
0: goes in just you know get downloads yeah, you can probably be download beforehand. a remote on your phone you know and you can oh, turn it off
1: yeah it's fun yeah time. I, I think we should start with first things first happy birthday to raven green we know he's a big fan of the show uh big, definitely yeah. listens all the time definitely mm. i mean he's he never stops dm'ing me on the old twitter uh so he's guess what age he is oh dear god he is 26 Oh. oh,
0: it's when you look at that, oh. and especially when you see these quarterbacks. Like, look at Patrick Mahomes' age. Look at Kenny Clark, in fact, and it'll just make you sick. Not only it's, is he ten times bigger than us, but you know, it's the he's money. Obviously,
1: it's ten success. times, ten times more wealthy than us as mm. well. At, at least, yeah, at least I'd say. You know, don't begrudge uh, yeah, him. Yeah. So he was born. He was born in 1995. Uh, oh, what, what was I? I tell you what, I was doing in 1995. Go on. I was. a a group of us went over to Beaumaris Castle in Wales around this time it was the 700th anniversary of the castle and uh, it was some kind of Celtic outreach program and uh, (laughs) they had uh,
0: to get more hairy Celts over to fill the place
1: yeah they got a load of small angry hairy Celts to go over and celebrate the castle with a load of other angry hairy Celts Um, and it was very very interesting I got to play the drums we got a few girls doing the uh, the uh, river dance as usual Hallelujah. So, so racist, yeah. So, <laughs> <around>. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, hello, Irish, just do a little dance for me there. Yeah. Do, yeah, can you do river dance? You do know Michael Flatley was American, right? But anyway, let's just let's leave. It yeah, we better I'm leave it there. The river dance. I'm not going into the river dance rant, but yeah, anyway, happy birthday, Raven Green, you young. B- <laughs> yeah, well, you see, this is uh, that's believed, but this is a um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that this is NSFB, um, but yeah, so this is a sort of a preamble. We're already seeing kind of a little bit of nonsense. We can talk about yeah. defensive coordinators because that sort of stuff came out. I would like to touch on um, and read way too much into the press conferences as well. That's going to be fun. Yeah. But it's the, uh, it's the D coordinator. So what we're going to do is not unless you have something to say, we should have discussed this in pre-production. There's loads of names out there, right? And there's yeah. already the lads being chalked off the board um, and there's people being excited about it. But, I did a whole podcast before on Josh McDaniels and I had it ready for release and then it turned out that he was an arse and he didn't oh, get the job. Ah. Yeah. So I was going to dive into like his playing style and what we expected because it was kind of tacked on because I tried to bring him in before. Um, You know, there was rumours there anyway. So I was like, all right. And then anytime you look at D coordinators, if it stretches out for any longer, yes, we'll dive in. But otherwise, there's no point in us going into a 15 minute conversation about no. what the defensive style is. But one thing no, is for sure, I- Daryl. Is that the fan base, no matter who it is, ain't going to be happy. Because every time, that's what I'm saying, every time this happens. So, for instance, right, me and you had spoke about Chris Richard, not to be confused with...
1: Oh, Cliff Richard Cliff Richards, yeah, no, yeah. Don't, don't want to excuse that I mean what you want at a defensive coordinator is not a guy who can sing about going on his summer holidays or mistletoe and wine two things you do not want yeah. from your defensive coordinator um, Ian
0: it was all the rage back in the day but sports nutrition has since moved on because we just Indeed. seen a tweet from Ian Rappaport Rappaport a uh, the He's Matt LaFleur's long-distance cousin. The Saints are adding a big-time name on their defensive staff as sources say they'll hire former Seahawks DC and Cowboys assistant Chris Richard as their new yeah. secondary coach. He fills the spot previously held by Who Cares? So, yeah, that's what happens yes. is that you put in all this stock yeah. and you look into it and you get excited about the top candidate and then all of a sudden they go, and then, you know, your podcast is obsolete and people tell you that,
1: you know. They do, and they'd be, be right really. to, because it just it moves. There's so many. It's just there's so much. There's so many names fired into hats that they didn't even know they were involved in. And I mean, okay, what we do know is Petten is gone, Menenga has gone. Mm. What do you what? Are they, what is there for the for the new defensive coach to, to work with? Actually, quite a lot. I mean, if you look, you got Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith, Kenny Clark, Adrian Amos, and Darnell Savage. So there's plenty to work with there. Yeah. Um. For my own piece, uh, you know, we're talking about the likes of Jerry Gray getting an interview. I don't know. I think we'll probably see an external candidate for this. Mm. If I was to put any money on it, purely because I think what they'll want is a new broom to completely sweep clean there in the defensive coordination. You know, in nice. other words, I think any any of these guys that were sitting under Petten, um, you know, you, you do see it. You see a second guy coming out and actually doing something completely different. Lafleur would be one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. But he's still of the ilk of his two employer. You know, his two ex bosses. He still plays like them. Um, he still behaves like them, so it's hard to know if an you know an understudy will really be any different if they've learned from Petten, for example.
0: Well, here's some really in-depth analysis here and some real air uh, reading into stuff, but not in a ridiculous, redonkulous way. Um, so when you look at what Lafleur said when they asked him about Petten, first off, it did sound like he blamed them um, on that last play mm-hmm. of the second half earlier after the game and then he come on and they ask him about it. how do you have credibility if it looks like you blamed him and now you're saying the fault is all on you uh, LaFleur is brilliant uh, almost to a fault of taking the um, yeah. blame on him so mm-hmm. you know it, it was kind of unfortunate that he let his emotions get in the way of what he would normally do whereas Bruce Arians wouldn't give a you know what um you know yeah. in that sort of situation you say look it is what it is and I think we can all read between the lines and tell what the story was but he said all plays come through him Um, so you know he should have sort of snagged it and all this type of stuff whatever right it's Mike Pettin's fault but they asked him before Daryl that's this the important thing and this is the point I guess I'm, I'm trying to make is that they asked him how involved earlier in the season they asked him in a press conference how involved does he get in the defensive play column and he basically said he doesn't and now he's trying to take the fall because he's after sacking someone now the what I think and he even said in that as well he leaned an awful lot on Mike Pettin, and he was invaluable to him when he arrived Reading between the lines, basically what he's saying is he let Mike Pettenham run with it. And yes, he's ultimately accountable. And yes, he will have to take the fall if that goes sour. Like anybody in management does when you let a trusted staff member roll with it and then they make a mistake. You have to put your hands up and say, that's my bad. Even though we all know what the what the lay of the land there was. So mm. what I'm thinking is is that he's going to go one of two ways is that he's going to hire a guy who he knows uh, which we already see rumours of they're going to get him in because he knows he can rely on these people and he's going to need someone to come in and hit the ground running but I wonder will he get that sort of level of micromanagement paranoia around the fact that he let Pettin run away with it and he doesn't want that to happen in the future and if he does that does the offensive side of the ball and the play calling side suffer in any way that he has to try yeah. split himself between too many pots because I don't want to go on for too long now and you can dive in but he, it was raised whether he would really delinquish play calling responsibilities he didn't really know how to answer it because he was trying to give all of the kudos mm. to nathaniel hackett but at the same time he's saying that he doesn't want to give it up uh but again not having a reason for that so there is that there out there but that's a media trope that's not i don't think reality so i would reckon what we'll see him do is is try bring in someone that he knows and someone that he knows can rock with the job and that he doesn't have to get too involved and won't burn him the same way as the whole petton project did
1: yeah i mean i, I found that really fascinating as well actually and i did see i think the media jumped on two different ways it came as a shock to me to considering i thought flora made quite a few calls um and maybe it was a case if he talked about the miscommunication with petton and maybe it was a case of he did leave some to petton and then he would override other things and say well actually this is what we're going to do and i often thought that he was a play calling coach yeah um You know, and it's a sense of where he says, oh, I don't know, I might give up play calling altogether and I'm going to give it to my offensive coordinator, you know, and he's going to give it to Hackett and, uh, you know, like not to call plays for a coach in the NFL now is extremely odd. I mean, he'd be in the minority. I mean, Hmm. if you look at his two bosses, as I just mentioned earlier, look at Shanahan and McVay. They make calls. They play calls all the time. So it would be unusual for him to relinquish. I think what we may see is exactly what you're suggesting. If he does trust Hackett to a degree, and let's face it, the offense is the offense is humming. Um, with the defense, when it comes in, is it a case of you have a you have the playbook we've agreed on? I'll allow you to make the calls, but they have to be my calls that you play. Uh, so maybe that's maybe that's how he's getting around it. Maybe that's what he's saying. Maybe he's saying, "Well, look, we've invented the playbook together. You can make the calls, but as long as they're in the book, you're good to go."
0: Yeah yeah i mean it's it's sort of a moot point this early in the season we you know off season i guess but it's our season because we never we never rest here at uk packers hq um. we keep going so yeah look it's it's watch this space but to get too granular and to dive in too much on who the d coordinator is going to be i think you know let's just it's one of those things it's one of those daft things about like you know looking at lads in the look uh, Peter's coverage on the draft is always unbelievable, and it's always mm, yeah. geared towards this is what the player skill set is. Does it fit the Packers? Yeah. And that's amazing. But what that's I don't what like need. is is you don't want these things of these draft guides that go into like you know twenty twenty seven and trying to sort of you know stipulate. Oh, well, the Packers need an no all lineman, and you know, like on Jesus lads, you know, and that's what it comes down to with these D coordinators too. Is that people are looking into playing yeah. styles and history and um
1: yeah. and then, what color jumper they wore on a Tuesday when they were seven? Exactly the important you know? things. You know what I mean? Which in fairness, it's yeah. important things. Um, so I want to just, I think, discuss Matt Stafford. I think we have to mention it. Yeah. Um, because this happened pretty quick, um, very early on. I suppose well, their season is over the same as ours is. But so he's gone to the Rams, and uh, Goff's gone to the Lions. Mm. It's going to take years for Stafford' move to pay any dividends here at all. You know, as in monetary dividends. Anyway, I mean, some of the figures are ridiculous—the amount of money that they're leaving behind. But the amount to clickbait. That yeah. is on all of the media now. On this is going to be historic uh, moving for all these quarterbacks. There's going to be so many quarterbacks moving left, right, and center. They keep including, you know, Porel Arod in this, and we've already dealt with that comprehensively last week and said he's going nowhere. And we were right because and they it's came still out there, and but it's still, yeah, yeah And it's still there. It's still done all these articles. So if you want, if you want my hot take on all of this oh, stuff, Carson Wentz going nowhere. Deshaun Watson not going anywhere. Matt Ryan nowhere big ben he ain't going anywhere it's cheaper to keep him than sell him so there's your hot take do you all these quarterbacks they're going
0: nowhere yeah the aaron Rodgers thing was particularly hilarious because uh, again we got a credible and i put this in air quotes just because you man had a blue tick so you would imagine he would be reputable right and he was coming out imagine. and saying that the rams made a play for aaron Rodgers, but the way he phrased it was is that his almost his exact tweet was is watson was too expensive so they made a run at Aaron Rodgers. I'm thinking, what is the valuation? And I <laughs> Well done. I put it out and then, you know, you sort of, you get pushed back on it. You're like, yeah, well, look, I'm just sort of putting out what people have said. And then we had, now, here's one thing that I will say that was very interesting. And again, not to read too much into it, because now I'm just as bad as the media that are trying to blow it all up. Mm. I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but when Goudekunst was asked, so LeFleur was asked, is Aaron Rodgers going to be around? He a joy. Oh, yeah, he's going to be around for forever. Um, And then... Uh, gute, kunst. gute Kunst, which uh, why don't people want to say gute kunst why not because you that's speak right. German fluently yeah it's like gute kunst not a bad word great art I mean yeah. can we just leave it there I mean that's that's correct yeah. right yeah of course it's the kunst part Absolutely. that annoys people for some reason it's yeah, like it Christian Fuchs Fuchs it's
1: yeah. Fox yeah <laughs> like relax <clears throat> anyway um, yeah really uh, I'm gonna I I'm gonna won't uh, get into the name of that town in Austria that they had to rename Um, And they were adamant they were not going to rename this town. Mm. Um, But they had to because people kept going over there and nicking the street signs and bringing them home. (laughs) Can
0: can you (laughs) spell it for a little ears that might be listening in the car?
1: Uh, No, it's the F word. Oh, really? I'd, I'd say Google it, but maybe don't. Yeah, But it was the Austrian town, so they've changed their name now. And to be fair to them, they are adamant for years that they weren't going to. But the amount of people that found this town mm. in Austria that would never otherwise have gone there, it had to have been good for tourists.
0: There's some things like that that you want to Google, but you just can't. I remember I got a bonsai tree, and on the tag it said yellow box. So anyway, back to uh, Guda comes to what you <laughs> <he> said. Um... <laughs> um <laughs> So back to Gouda because they they asked him about it and yeah, let's try carry on after that one. Um, And they asked him about it and he said, yeah, like he's good for for now. Like, you know, Garen's great. He's going to be around. You know, he's good for going forward for now. He's the MVP. But he used the word now earlier and in the sort of, in the convo and then he kind of drops it later on. And I'm kind of thinking, look, if you want to mislead the media, just don't give them any hint at all like you de- yeah. it's not a case where they're not going to say oh well you said and then he's going to go well I actually said now I mean he's no, not you accountable to you it cut me out yeah uh, it's like those
1: now, now in my mind means a season you caught me yeah
0: and that's the thing no, it's no. sort of I don't know and maybe that's the exact reason why it doesn't mean anything because he wouldn't why would he throw that in The sort of whatever or maybe it's one of those Freudian things where he's like he can't fully commit to like you know sort of did you eat that bar yeah no and you're like going if you wanted to lie convincingly go how dare you I never ate that Myers yeah. bar I'm offended
1: how yeah. dare you um, how So very yeah, bloody dare you
0: that was interesting but uh, where's your head at do you think there is any credence to the Jordan Love cap space issue because we do see that the cap is going to go down that's going to be a problem the yeah. Packers are 20-24 million above the cap as it stands
1: yeah but I just don't I just think the amount of drag they'll leave by getting rid of them yes they'll lower the cap but mm. how much will they leave on the balance sheet it'll just be it'll be a massive um you know, it's just, it'd be too much. Uh, that's what I find about a lot of this. The cap is going to cause lots of people. And actually, that's the reason why I think a lot of these quarterbacks aren't going anywhere. Because mm. the amount of holes that are going to be left in balance sheets of teams, if they get rid of these guys, yes, they'll lower the cap. Yeah, But they'll have left a massive depreciation on their balance sheet. They'll be just, they'll be burying 70 and 80 million. Yeah, they'll be, be trading money around the place. I mean,
0: but I don't yeah. understand the big um, scandal about the Goff and Stafford trade only in the sense that they valued Goff. I think the real... And here's the thing as well. He played quite well in cold weather in Lambeau, uh, yeah, despite oh the fact did. that he's supposed to have tiny man hands. Um, that didn't come to fruition. It's one of those things, you know, because I see all these things as well of of these people saying to me, oh, you need to listen to this podcast when you're doing your racket because these people take in weather into account. And you're kind of thinking, yeah, mm-hmm. that, huh. that you get on well for a certain period, but then after a while, it just becomes too granular and a load of gobbledygook, really. Um, But yeah, with the Goff thing, I think the coach... With Detroit is probably a bigger problem than the quarterback. Did you did you hear his thing about, oh, if you yeah. fall down, we're going to stand up and rip your kneecap off and then we fall down yeah. again? And then he has on his name tag, the dude, because he says he looks like the dude. Uh, it just stinks of a tryhard it does, and yeah. it's embarrassing. Well, I mean, really.
1: where would you prefer to, like, who would you prefer to be in this instance? I think I'd prefer to be going to the Rams or oh, yeah. going to the Lions uh, any day of the week. And I mean, I do look at, um, Matt Stafford he's going to get a chance to maybe show. Him. I mean I like we on this podcast we're a fan of Matt Stafford yeah, so I'd like understand. to see him. He's got a he's got a bolter of an arm and then you look at Goff Goff was not going well. Um mm-hmm. Goff had to go and going to the Lions to be honest I think he would have gone anywhere but going to the Lions uh, I don't know.
0: It can look the Rams are giving away first round picks um and I know yeah. sort of people are making gags of that they're not going to have a first round pick and they put up a, like a mm-hmm. picture of the Jetsons or whatever um, nice. but I guess some people value them some people don't and if they think that they've got an elite player which they have in Matt Stafford he just mm-hmm. hasn't had a chance yeah. to shine in Detroit um, and yeah he should do well but then the thing is people are saying is he being overhyped now potentially you know like it could be a case that yeah. people expect him to be the second coming and then he goes there and then it just yeah, doesn't pan like, out for some reason you know It's
1: like to be fair it's like anything I mean you look at these guys um, and I'm thinking I'm thinking more about soccer and and you know the football world. If you look at say the likes of Ronaldo, and he goes sideways, moves, and mm. you know other guys that go to places, and they were great when they started out, and then they go, off, they fall off a cliff, and then they move, and that sometimes that move that just refreshes them completely. Yeah. Um, and they become the player they always were. To, were, and, or as you say, sometimes they can go there, and the hype is too much, and they just don't live up to it because things just don't go well.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, um, Stafford got a good mention by Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show a lot. Um and we saw him because we played them mm. so often. And he is a great player, but whether it all works out, who knows? Goff could also do okay. Um just I would say with the coach and all that, but it's funny that he's coming out yeah. saying, At least I'll go to a place I'm appreciating. You're thinking, oh, Well, you got a whopper yeah, contract and you know, you had to be sort of shamed publicly by your coach, which isn't which isn't really his style because you were so poor.
1: Yeah, and you know. let's face it, if I went to the Lions they'd probably appreciate me too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, probably anyone coming in. Hello, Detroit yeah, yeah. in general. If you go to the city, you know it's it's that's what the bad yeah. thing about Detroit. I mean, there's an awful lot of people really struggling there, and it's just such a shame that they don't have an awesome yeah. team to, oh, it's to do well. Yeah. With, what know? a
1: team can do for the you know what a team can do for the local yeah. community. I mean, you saw it in Ireland with Jack Charlton in 1990. Yeah. What a sports team can actually do for an area to give it a kick you know, to really get it up and going. So Yeah,
0: and Detroit were always one of those teams where they had the potential to do really well every year, but then it just didn't kind of pan out. But sure, um, yep. swings and roundabouts. But look, it's going
1: to be a very long... But one. But hang on, hang on. Go one on. thing, before we go any further, one thing I needed to say is the Bears they suck yeah I was looking into it actually they still do uh, Yeah, I was do looking they? yeah I was looking at uh, I checked this morning well I checked just before we came on and apparently yes they they still suck <laughs>
0: hey Siri did bear oh, the bears suck I'm. the I've said that now people's oh, of course. phones are going off and watches are going off in the car yes the bears <laughs> still suck <laughs> according to Google this is what I found and it's just a poo emoji Um, so is there is there anything else then that uh sort of piqued your interest along the no I um,
1: know uh, I have to say the I've, I've been more annoyed with I've sort of stopped reading stories the last two days because I'm getting really annoyed with the whole quarterback thing and everything you click on it's who's going where and this is what's going to happen it's going to be amazing it's not quarterbacks ain't going anywhere Um, if they start going places now I'm going to have egg on my face but um, I'm sort of getting sick we haven't even had the Super Bowl yet can people Mm. just hold fire until that's done
0: yeah No, I love it. I mean, the off season kicks around and they just dredge out the usual stuff. My my favorite off season, and by favorite, I mean the absolute worst, is the stories where they delve into some player who's drafted in the seventh round and tell us why he's the one to watch. And you're kind of thinking, "Eh, "Yeah, he's the one to watch every year, I guess." There's always something.
1: You did your research. You've just gone way down that rabbit hole, and no one cares. Or the best one is they take out a story from like 1976 and they go refreshed. Last week, and we just change the names, you know, just change a few names and go. Oh, it's a hot take
0: or something. Did you know his father actually was on the Rams practice
1: squad? And you're kind of thinking, (laughs) yeah, cool. It wasn't even a story back then. (laughs) What a value add. People didn't care about his father (laughs) even back then. Actually, I think we should do that though. And when it comes to useless information, both of us are extremely good at retaining pointless information. Mm. So I think maybe we should bring back the quiz. Maybe we do that. The impossible question. How do you feel about that? Oh hell Yeah. yeah. I was thinking maybe maybe a new format. We'll take suggestions from the listeners, but I was thinking mm. five questions each, three at least on the Packers and two general knowledge just for the absolute laugh.
0: Boomtown. I think what they should do is, and actually speaking of a man who would have all of the useless trivia um, and all of the really sort of, I say useless, that sounds disrespectful, but that's the type of stuff we're after in this crappy quiz. Oh yeah, quiz, yeah know, we're in sort for of, useless. We sort of, yeah. want the really granular stuff. Um, so Peter would probably have like offhand, just do you know what, you know packers coach wore glasses for four days back in 1984 (sighs) now he has to give us the answers if he's going to dm us one of us as to what the actual thing is because yeah you know
1: no I think that's right well god knows how long it would take us to actually find the answers even if we wanted to google them in advance but at least to have the answers for the other side it would be nice
0: so if you want to right pick a brother Right, yeah, just like our parents did, <laughs> you know, and sort of try torture one of us in front of the other, you know. I mean, remember that whole uh, yep. hairdryer in the bathtub thing?
1: Oh, Christ, That's yeah. Good. I mean, w- I just don't know why. Why did you not catch the toaster? I mean, I don't know. Well, all you had to do was catch it. I
0: know, but I, it was a real mistake to insist that it was plugged in. I don't know, I was a strange child. Yeah, um. Yeah. So, yeah, pick a brother and send one of us uh, a Twitter or DM or whatever. Um, and and give us a bit of random trivia um, and we'll try use it against the other, yep. and see how we get send on. Send one
1: of us, send one of us the question, and the same person obviously the answer, and um, <laughs> we'll throw it into a Or quiz. I mean, if you don't like... <laughs> don't make the cardinal mistake of sending one of us a question and the other one the answer, that would be silly. I'm there for silly, it. If the question
0: it. goes to you, the answer can definitely come to me. I'm just saying I'm there for it. <laughs> um, Patreon, I haven't done the draw yet. The reason being is that um, every time we have a, a you know a sign up for Patreon sometimes it can go arse ways, and it's usually down to uh, the actual patron thing itself. So that's what's happening this time around um, there's a couple of people that have signed up for a place in the draw but for some reason the it didn't go through um, so I have emailed and I've messaged uh, those people and I'll have to pull the trigger on it now probably tomorrow if they don't get back to me in the meantime and unfortunately they will miss out until they get the thing ironed out so it's for a Mason Crosby matte Black mini helmet Ooh. no but everyone was mad for it right including me and then uh, just the last time I put it out on Twitter someone just says hell no I'm like going, okay what you know, I'm not into.
1: Yeah. Mason Crosby is one of God's great creatures. I think it's the colour, because they were like,
0: oh, what did they do? Move to Pittsburgh? And they're like, oh, no, dude, it's a special limited edition helmet to add a bit yeah. of spice to your just life. you know? Tell
1: you what you do when you get it spray painted. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Or that would be
0: a really bad idea. <laughs> just rub off the signature, paint it a different colour, <laughs> and write it back on. Do whatever you want with it. Uh, but I think it's an awesome piece. It's very, very good. Anyway, so that's what we're waiting for. It was supposed to be released today. I was going to, you know, release for 10 minutes Tuesday. But anyway. Impossible quiz upcoming. Send in your questions. That'd yep. be great. We're going to amble more through the news as we get it and uh, hopefully it doesn't become... We did really well though, didn't we? We didn't mention that that it become instantly obsolete. We could have delved no. into Cliff Richard and then it would have been...
1: Not unless I find out I've died after this is released and that then it'd be like, oh, he's uh, so expired. So dead. Like, he did. Oh, he did. Oh, no, he did. So, anyway. Oh, no, he did. From
0: myself, at Steady NFL. From himself, at Daryl J. Bryan. As always at the Paddy Packer on Instagram which is forever
1: oh dear so so racist
0: self -racist. racist so
1: racist
0: so yeah we'll talk to you next week